Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, just a quick reminder that we are going to be taking a little break in August. So no new episodes. Yes, it's a great time to revisit your favorite old episodes. Do a quick little binge on the beach. That's mm-hmm. where I'm trying to be. Catch us back on the 1st and the 15th in September. Have a great summer. Hey guys. Hi. We're back. Job logs. Another episode with your career confidants. Your group chat. Girlfriend. Yeah, talking all things career, professional development, life. That's right. Stop. I'm Joy Marie. <laughs> and I'm Courtney. Coming up, we know everyone's been having a year of yes, which we love, but sometimes it's just as important to say no. Right. I mean, it's a little word, but it's a big deal. So we're yeah. talking about when to say it, how to say it, and why to say it. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. But first, y'all know we like to start these episodes with a clock in, see how we're doing personally and professionally, and we hope you do the same with your friends. I have no news. It's summer. I'm flourishing. Other than MTA (laughs) trying to kill me. That is amazing. I know. Sometimes that's just it. Sometimes my patio just just got finished. I just got my pillows. I saw. It's cute. It's cute. It's coming along. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you? You the one who's had like (laughs) overhauling your whole life. I mean, nothing's really happening though. It's funny. Like I'm chilling too. I'm enjoying the summer, the sunshine, all of that. But um, I am starting therapy this week, which I'm really excited about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So how are we feeling? Um, I mean, so it's like the I feel like we've talked about it like high level, like someday in the distance, like I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at work, I actually they gave me like a pamphlet where they do like free sessions and they have like a counselor oh, on site free and all is a, free yeah. is a motivator hello no insurance <laughs> no questions asked so they'll sponsor a couple of sessions so i was like okay i was holding on to that for a couple of weeks and i was like let me give these people a call and see what they're talking about mm-hmm. um and they like gave me like therapists in my area and everything so i was like you know what let me just go ahead and schedule an appointment yeah so i feel like if it hadn't been like in front of me in that right. way i probably wouldn't have done it but okay. i'm excited i'm intrigued to hear about this yeah you know, I don't know. Like, I'm coming into 30. You just had your mm-hmm. birthday. Um, but I'm living on my own. I'm just, like, thinking a lot about kind of where I want my life to go or where it is going, mm-hmm. I guess. And I guess I'm most excited to uncover, like, things I probably never thought about that have impacted me and who I am. Just, yeah. like, growing up, like, traveling a lot, moving a lot. Um I don't know, just having like entrepreneurial ambitions plus work ambitions and like juggling all that internal stress and then being a black woman in America and just like all these different things. So I'm I'm excited to just like dump all of that on this poor woman. Because I know I have said I would go to therapy for years. (laughs) I will let you know how it goes. Um, But I'm good. I'm chilling. Good. Oh, you know what I could? I could talk about Cuba because I yes, did uh, from Cuba. And you know what was very interesting 
let's tie it all together with the job logs, was talking to the people who live there mm-hmm. and just how they, because, you know, we got our little Fidel Castro socialism set up. So it was mm-hmm. just fascinating to see, like, how people live yeah. and how, like, the people on the island view things differently than people who aren't on the island. Mm. And, I mean, it could be, like, I don't, you know, because I was just talking to people, like, in bars, my right. Airbnb hosts. Right. And they were saying that a lot of people I talked to were okay with socialism. They like having, like, health care and a yeah. year off work you know, when they have a baby. Yeah. And they like being able to get up to a PhD for free. Yeah. They don't like so much living off 21 pesos a month. Right. <laughs> but there are aspects of it that they right. really so like. So they're most, like, the people I talk to are more so like, oh, we don't need to overhaul this whole system, but, mm. like, I need more food, you know? And, I mean, what country doesn't look at its own government and think, like, there are some areas we could work on. Right. America, I'm looking at you. Hustlers, hustlers. Mm. Like, so I guess because the education is free, like, there's so much human capital there. Mm. So they've only been able to open small businesses for the past five years, I believe. Wow. My Airbnb host, like, first of all, young black woman. She is everything. Yeah, I love her so much, Adriana. She was the best thing about my trip. She was telling me how... They basically form a collective where they take these Airbnbs and then, like, everyone does, like, a tour, experience tour based off their interests. It was a group mm. of professors who run okay. all these Airbnbs. Okay. So, like, her friend Leo loves diving, so he'll take you on a diving tour. She okay. loves black history. She'll take you on a black history tour. Are these tour. their homes they're leasing out? They work with exchange students oh, right. to use the place because you can only own one house in Cuba. Come on, right. ingenuity. I love it. But then she was like, oh, and then my friend made an app so we can manage, like, all the houses and the experiences. Like, girl, you don't even yeah. need this app, but y'all made this app. <laughs> Just because <laughs> right. we're smart and we can. Right. We're smart she got abuelo driving the car <laughs> when you need a taxi. And it's just, like, it's amazing. Like, because, like, if you were, if they were here with the opportunity yes. that we have, like unstoppable yeah, but just yeah. the resourcefulness and everybody is i mean it was a little annoying that like every conversation with the cuban kind of ends up with you like oh and go to me amigos <laughs> bar and drop you pay- like hustle. i'm not the even hustle. thirsty right now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just talking but like really the hustle is real and it was it was great. It was kind of low-key inspiring to yes, see. I love it. Girl, you so, were yes. glowing. Sun-kissed. Yes, honey. The pictures are gorgeous. Thank you. You, you know, that's another great. installment for TVT. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's now time for rants, raves, and reviews. This is a segment of the show where we highlight products, services, tools, experiences that we absolutely love and that are enhancing our professional lives, or we call out some that we are not feeling so much. So, Mm -hmm. Courtney, you're up. What are you doing this week? I don't know what this is, but I want (laughs) to talk about it because I saw it, and it's related to no. Okay. And it's this idea of unplugging. Mm. And we've talked a little bit about this on the show before, but I saw this tweet where this guy was like, you know, life hack is to turn off your notifications yes. and only check your phone with like, when you feel like seeing these messages. Mm. 
And I thought, is that something that I could do? Like, it seems easy, a first step. Is that something you could do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be lying if I say yes, because I'm definitely the girl who, when I see the little red one, two notification, uh-huh. I have to click it, like, real time. <laughs> like, <laughs> have to. Like, yeah, like, I cannot let it go untouched. I don't know how y'all be having, like, 300 unread messages. Oh, no, I, I have to click that. every single one. Right. So, no, I don't But think it so. kind of makes sense for sanity because it's like you're mm. always on call for somebody. And, like, people have gotten to the point where they expect you to, like, when I send you this text, like, you should answer it. And, like, that makes it so you're always on somebody Reacting. else's time. Like, yeah. I saw someone say, like, your emails are everyone else's to-do list. Mm. Okay. Right? Yes. So, like, you're always bending over to someone else's schedule. But you taught me do not disturb, which I now True. employ from around 10 p.m. to oh, 8 a.m. in really the morning. that's really good. Yeah. So, I feel like I might attempt this okay maybe i don't know My what, mom's you're gonna attempt this. what to just like <laughs> only check emails messages notifications i feel like having to... a set like even checking emails at work like maybe mm. having a set time that i check emails and yeah. not like reacting like every time i see yeah. it yeah because i saw some of you girls talking about you're gonna use a flip phone <laughs> to unplug. <laughs> y'all are doing I, a lot do, i'm not doing that <laughs> Okay, well, you let me know how that goes, girl, because it's important. Mental sanity. I know. I'm just trying to have some control. Listen, I am ranting (laughs) about something I reacted to (laughs) on the internet. Because y'all love to hop on Instagram and Twitter and talk about how, you know, people out here, everybody needs to seek entrepreneurial freedom and stop being a slave to a desk job. Mm -hmm. And Courtney, you know. Like <laughs> that that word slave in relation to a nine to five sets right. me off. Like it really pisses me off. Because first of all, let's if we're going to define and let's do it, define mm-hmm. slavery that is like labor against your will under pressure and oppression, like unpaid Mm -hmm. you have a choice many of most of us i'm gonna say most of us have a choice when it comes to work now i do understand some people are obligated because they have families and other things but still you have a choice to get up and have a job and it's really a privilege because there are a lot of people in other countries who have to get up and like walk miles to the well to fetch water for their families just to be able to drink and bathe every morning and things like that and so like a lot of us the majority of y'all that be on here talking about slavery to a job you have a choice you can leave that job you can work that job for a period of time and leave later you can I don't know like you can build a business yes but that's a choice and to me that privilege is Uh like the reason why I have an issue with calling corporate jobs slaveries or shackles or like (laughs) the man binding you down I don't know what do you think I feel like you're like you might disagree with me a little bit. I don't know if I disagree. You're I me mean, a I look. get it. Well, I saw the meme that you sent. The group <laughs> chat, and it was man, a whole tap man. <laughs> oh my god! So he was saying he was like doing his math and subtracting like time for sleep and your commute and work, and like you end up with like three hours to like dream <laughs> your dream. For right. Life. So that was excessive. Like that's yeah, <laughs> I agree. And I feel like when you use that language, it's kind of like you're burying yourself in a hole, like, of negativity. Like, you aren't a slave. Like, 
I get you. I'm gonna support you in this. Okay, so let me let me take it a step back. It's not about a corporate job. I fully agree. Because I feel like if you working at like I don't know, UPS the fry machine at McDonald's. Yes. You might feel. You might feel. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. You're not listening to this podcast. Like, right. how am I going to develop my career? Or maybe you are. No shade. But I, I get you. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, one, entrepreneurship is not some escape. From That's responsibility. true. You know what I do hate though is when people try to shame people yes. with a nine to five. Yeah, like y'all are. Yeah, okay, I get that. When you're that's, like y'all are in bondage, y'all ain't right. This, this, I think this. that's really what it is. Like, it we're is not like, mindless drones. Like right. one is a choice, and I can change that at any time if I decide to be an entrepreneur. But two, entrepreneurship doesn't free you from the responsibilities. Like you are now beholden as an entrepreneur to your clients, to your vendors. Like it's not just this la-di-da land where you're doing everything that you feel like doing when you feel like doing it. Sure, there's a different degree of freedom. But I mean, I could argue that I love the freedom of having 28 vacation days and getting paid to travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like. I don't know. I just want us to all check ourselves. Well, you know what? That's probably an entrepreneur that was up at like 3 a.m. trying to make themselves feel better about their outstanding invoices. (laughs) That's probably what that is. I don't want to see it. Don't (laughs) have it up in my timeline. Thank you very much. Rebuke it. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute, and it started um, with that Shonda Rhimes book, The Year of Yes. Yes. And everyone's just talking about yes, say yes to everything. <laughs> you know, just be open. Yes is a you know a way to opportunity. Blah blah blah. Yes. And I was thinking, you know what? Not to be like the negative Nancy, but no is also an important word. It sure is. Like, yes can get you caught up in some mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought we should have some appreciation for a little word called no. Listen. So I want to open it up with everyone's favorite tyrant, Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Jobs has this great quote that says, focus is saying no. Mm. And he just read everybody at this Apple conference down back in the 90s and saying that, like, you c- when you say yes to everything, you end up being kind of crappy. Yeah. Either crappy at everything or when you bring everything together, yeah. it just doesn't work because yeah. you didn't narrow it down. Like, yeah. you didn't focus. So I feel like saying no is kind of a way to build your focus and kind of set, like, what are my boundaries? Like, right. What? What works, what doesn't. Right. With yourself and with others, too. Correct. When I think about my early days of my career, like kind of starting out as a coordinator in more administrative roles where you're kind of prepped to be the person that says yes to everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you follow every opportunity. And I think about how that kind of hurt me mid-career where it's just like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not, I don't specialize in that. And so, like, I think it goes both ways, like setting the internal expectations right. and route for your, the path of your career, but also making sure other people know, like, this is what she's good for. This is right. what she's Right, and not. I guess why do we feel, because I know everyone jumped on this bandwagon of like, oh, yeah, saying yes to life and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like most of the times people don't embrace 
like saying no. Like I feel yeah. like there's a pressure to comply. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I understood that wave of yes, because it's like it's an openness to opportunity, mm-hmm. which I totally got. But I feel like the no part. I don't know. I guess when, when we, we talk about no, we're not talking about being closed-minded. Correct. We're talking about still vetting the opportunity with that same mentality of the yes, mm-hmm. but then making a conscious decision about here are the options in front of me. I'm going to say no to this one because it's not right for me at this time or whatever right. the case is. Right. So it's not about being closed. It's about right determining. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's another thing because it's a no a lot of times you think it's a negative. Right. Like it's, it's a negative response. But really, it's more about being decisive. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Look at us. Right. Teaching ourselves. Listen. Right. And I think that's a lot of times I feel like that comes with age. Mm-hmm. Like the no's become easier. Mm-hmm. Because when you're like starting out, you're not decisive. Like you kind of – and maybe – when you're feeling your way into a new space, you do want to have like that openness, and you yeah. feel like, oh, this could be the thing that does yeah. it. This could be the opportunity. That yeah, does it. exactly. And as you get to a place where you have a vision right. of what you want, right. those nodes become really important to like staying on task. Yeah, yeah, staying focused. Right. I think that's true. But when do you? So basically, like, when do you know when to say no? <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> Yeah, I was diving deep um, into my TED Talks during the commercial breaks for Love and Hip Hop. You need a mix of high and low. <laughs> Listen, the <laughs> And this TED Talk from Sari Gilman. Mm-hmm. So I was watching this TED Talk called Good Boundaries for You. Mm-hmm. And she basically says that everyone is the middle of a life story. And your story is being shaped by what you're saying yes to mm. and what you're saying no to. And those yeses or nos are what makes up the, your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, if you can visualize a compass, um, and it has two words on it, yes and no, you use that compass to like make decisions, figure out your relationships, set your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when to say yes, when to say no, mm-hmm really is what shapes your life. Mm. So you say no, basically, when, I guess it's almost like an editing tool. Like, yeah. what do you want to include in this vision that you have for yourself? Yeah. And what do you don't? Yeah, and I think going back to what you said, like, no isn't negative, but the things that you're saying no to also don't have to inherently be negative, right? Sure. So it's not just that you're like, you know, saying no to the big obvious distractions. Sometimes it's also saying no to opportunities that look great Mm. on the outside, but it's not good for you at that time, right? right? So Yeah, and I even think about um, a friend who was offered a promotion Mm -hmm. and they said no to it. Mm. And even thinking about that, like we always think like, oh, like a title bump Mm -hmm. or more money we should definitely take it. But yeah. if she's like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. this is a role that I'm not interested in. It's yeah. not, it doesn't take me to the place I want to go. I can't fit into that just because my boss wants this team to look this way. Yeah. Or I can't fit into that because you need my talent there. Yeah. What is the payoff for me? Yeah. And I think those decisions are the harder things to say no to. The ones that Agreed. don't have that negative. Agreed. Or just like someone... Sometimes you don't want to do something and it's not even 
I'm thinking about like people like asking of your time yeah. and like wanting like you know pick my you know pick, yeah the, pick, pick the brain, brain <laughs> pick the brain pick the brain and like my brain like, if you pay me listen, okay <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we feel like we don't want to be the bad guy yes you know I love this meme that's floating around the <laughs> internet I think it's on Instagram that says. Um, to protect your energy, it's okay to cancel a commitment. Mm. It's okay to not answer a call, change your mind. It goes on and on. Take the day off, do nothing, speak up. It's okay to let go, um, to grow. Mm. So I love that because it's just like going back even to your um, your rant rave. It's just like sometimes it's okay to just unplug and say, no, not right now. Like I'm just protecting my space and energy and time. And if you don't protect it, who will? Like, right. Seriously. But on the flip side, there are definitely straight up negative things <laughs> <laughs> to say no to, too. Um, and I think in the context of career, when you think about kind of like what you want your brand to be mm -hmm. and the spaces that you want to occupy and also the energy that you want to attract to yourself yeah. by being that person, um, I think definitely like saying no to people who are just toxic in their energy people who uh, refuse to su be supportive of yeah. your ambitions and endeavors, um, or just people who are also stagnant, you know, and where they are in life and in their careers, yeah. like say no to those relationships because you're not moving up and, you know, birds of a feather flock together, so that's gonna rub off. True. <laughs> um, things like that. I was looking at this um, slide share actually that listed like, 12 things to say no to today mm -hmm. um, and it's on LinkedIn we can link to it but you know people who aren't good for you which we've talked about say no to jealousy um, which mm. is which is interesting because that's starting to say no to thoughts that might cross your mind and feelings that oh so like you being jealous of someone else exactly behavior exactly okay exactly behaviors within yourself um, abusive people, which we talked about, um, and then self-sabotaging, which we've also talked about mm -hmm. in, in a past episode. So it's like, yeah, it's putting, it's not just flipping the script on everything around yeah. you that impacts your life, but also saying no to things and thoughts and very natural feelings that you might like encounter and right. experience. Right. I appreciate that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So when you're talking about like, okay, say no to this, say no to that, say no to, <laughs> say no to everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a hard word to say. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of times maybe it's because why are, I feel like women especially can be like that. Yeah. Like why do we feel like being that decisive, like cutting something off is, is bad. so hard yeah. to do? You know, you're saying that and I'm thinking about just like even work environments where um, – I think 
passive aggression, like being passive aggressive, mm. is a form of saying yes and not just saying the no outright. Oh, give um, me an example. Like, so, I mean, it's interesting. I <laughs> work with a lot of women and they joke, you know, at my company, we joke a lot about kind of the culture of passive aggressiveness where, um, you know, I have a friend who used to work in hardcore finance. And she said she would get up and present an idea to her boss, and her boss would straight up be like, that's terrible. Like, did you spend time on this? Like, go back, fix it. Like, the kind of environment where people leave crying and things Uh like that. And that's not great either. But by contrast, when she came to my company, she realized that there's a lot of, um, oh, like, okay, this is good. Um, oh, I actually So what, you know, maybe next time let's do this. And I like Very, like, beating around the bush. <laughs> right, not I'm like, girl, what the do you tell me? Right. Just say it. So I feel like that's yeah. a form of not saying no. It's like even being confident and decisive in True. your professional presence where you're direct with people and you're like, no, I think we need to take another take at this. No, I'm not approving that budget or – you know, no, I don't have the bandwidth to work on that, yeah. this project at that time. What I can do is this and this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're free to do that. Yeah. And as I was, like, you know, looking um, into materials for the episode, that kept coming up uh, when people describe, like, how to give a person a no. They're like, just say it fast. Mm. and like be confident in it like Mm. be decisive and you really don't have to give anybody an excuse Mm. which is another bad habit is if you do say no then you're gonna you have to tell them like oh it's because this this like you know you don't you don't owe anybody all those excuses (laughs) like it's the no that's real and i I said what i said i said what i said The Muse has this great article, How to Say No to Anyone. And in addition to being like, oh, say it fast, be decisive, they also say, like, if the relationship warrants it, you can briefly give, like, an explanation, but, you know, you you don't owe that to anyone. Mm -hmm. But if you really need to soften the blow, you don't want to be, you know... Too cutthroat. Too cutthroat. Mm -hmm. You can always soften it with just propose something else. Mm, Like give them a little, give them a little homework. I like that. Give them a little link. Yeah. Give a little worksheet. Yeah. That's good too because I think a lot of times we react to no's, which I think we'll get into. Yes. Um, Kind of defensively where it's like, oh, really? But I think when you give someone an alternative, it shows that you actually thought through yeah, you it. Care, you're not just like you care what shutting happens. it down. Right? And you're like <laughs> sending them on another path. Right. Like, go that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go away from here. Yes. I like that. I'm going to try that. Okay. So mm-hmm. receiving a no, right? Those are hard. So we're, we're all now of the mindset where we're going to be more guarded. We're going to say no. We're going to be direct. But what about when you're on this, the receiving end of that and somebody shuts you down? Hmm. How do you feel? I feel, well, you know, being my little foray into freelance writing mm. helps with that a lot because you just get a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get a lot of, like, no response. Which People is give it a, to you, though? Oh, no response. Either a no response, <laughs> which is a no, <laughs> or a straight up no. Mm. And that's one of the things I used to hate when I was in PR because we had to pitch mm. reporters, which was just rejection, like submitting yourself to two hours of rejection yes. on the phone. <laughs> And 
I think the thing that helped me a lot was you have to completely depersonalize mm. the no. Mm-hmm. So the no is not an indictment on you. They're not telling you that you dumb and ugly and don't ever come <laughs> back. <laughs> like, All of that. It's basically saying, like, it's just a no to, like, whatever it was. Yeah. And then... Um, Sakita always says this thing, Miss Success. Um, yes. From hashtags and stilettos. She is always like, the no isn't the end. Yes. Like, that's another word. No is like getting kicked out the building. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what yes. she says. So, but they got another entrance on the side and the back. Like, right. Right, out. right. So don't, just because you hit that no, don't feel like it's, it's a brick wall. Mm-hmm. There's no more options. It's just, yeah. I actually, I think being on the receiving end of no's builds a lot of character Mm. and resilience. Resourcefulness, too. Yes, resourcefulness. Because you have to get, if you know that I'm trying to get from A to C and B over here told me no, like you got to find all the alternative Mm -hmm. side routes and paths. Um, it makes me think about just moving to New York in general. Oh God! <laughs> I um, I've been I have a few friends and family who came to visit, and I always love seeing the city through new, fresh, young yes. eyes because there's just so much excitement, um, but also just so much of encountering like a lot of those really tough moments mm-hmm. of you know being new to a city and just like the things that can really get you down and it just reminds me like this is the type of city where you you hit so many no's like whether it's professionally personally like you literally have to get creative about finding other ways to get where you're trying to go and I think yeah. a lot of times too no's come because of a disconnect in our expectations where we idealize like I'm going to do one, two, three and get here. Right. And you find out life doesn't work that way because it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of times you could take that and internalize that as a no, but it's really just like, you know, to me, that's just like God telling you like, that's not the path I have for you. Right. But... Right. And yeah, it goes again back to that idea of like this compass of your life and mm-hmm. these yeses or no's shaping it. And other people's yeses or no's kind of shape yeah. your path as well. Yes. I think also, I don't know, trying to sometimes understand why and where mm-hmm. that no is coming from, whether like you played a role in it or could have done something differently. Yeah. Or if it's completely, like you said, not personal and has everything to do with, I'm thinking about like a job mm-hmm. scenario where you're not getting the employment, you're not hearing back or whatever the case. There's so many other factors. Yeah. Yeah, you have to kind of decenter yourself, which is kind of another way of not taking it personally because yeah. you have to think about what this person's motivations are. Mm-hmm. And that's from the big stuff like, you know, applying for a job and not getting it to just like asking someone for a favor mm. and them not, I feel like a lot of times, especially with relationships, we ask each other for, of these things. Mm. And I think part of the person who's saying, you know, some can feel like the pressure to say yes, because yes. they want, they don't want to, you know, yeah. you don't want someone to take it a type of way. Yeah. But then being on the receiving end of no, like that's part of being a good friend, a good colleague exactly. is saying like, Girl, it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, this no is not yeah. reflective of our relationship. Like, think, like, what brought that no about to your yeah. point? And then that helps you find that yes. Like, yeah. so maybe if I ask you to do something, you can't do it. I'm thinking, okay, well, why did Joy say no? Right. Um, maybe she's in the middle of her job search. Or maybe True. she's, in, she, you know, she's conflicted. Okay, so the next person I ask, let me think of somebody who's mm-hmm. chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For 
sure. Well, with all of that considered, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, still, you don't want to become an addict. That's true. That's true. Moderation in all things. All things. All things. Not too many yeses, not too many noes. Like, don't just be out here just nah, not doing it to everybody. Mm -hmm. Because then you're blocking your blessings. Right. And I feel like to go back to Shonda, who started us down this path, I feel like when I finally, like, read, I didn't read the book. I listened to I listen to the TED Talk. I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm not mad. Listen, I haven't either. And was she, her year of yes wasn't so much of like saying yes to everything as y'all tweets told me. <laughs> <laughs> it was more about her using it to overcome her fears. Mm. So she was saying yes to things that got her out of her comfort zone. Things that she wanted but thought, oh, I don't have the time or I don't mm. have the talent or the experience to do it. Saying yes to those things. So Saying no to fear. Yes. <laughs> a yes is a no to fear. <laughs> but for real, like, we can also talk about, like, oh, I'm saying no to, like, be decisive and mm-hmm. defend, mm-hmm. you know, this focus that I have. But mm-hmm. also, you got to keep, stay woke, keep Listen. one eye open Listen. for opportunities. So, child, we'll figure it out. It's we somewhere will. in the middle. Right. <laughs> All right, moving right along to our favorite part of the show when we get to hear from you all. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a segment where we answer your career and life questions. So if you need some advice or a fresh perspective, hit us up at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs or give us a call at 929-324-1090. Yes. So what is in the inbox these days? We got a question that simply asks, what are some signs or red flags that it's time to leave your current employer? Mm. That's a good one. (laughs) Signs. I usually feel like... When there is just such a sense of dread, mm. dread is usually my red flag. That's yeah, a pretty big red flag. <laughs> like, dread. Because it's like, I feel like, you know, I, most days when I wake up, I have some cobwebs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Lord, Jesus. <sighs> Got to get up out the bed. The yeah. pillows are amazing. Yeah. That's normal. Right. That's just like getting a start to your day. But when you are just like, before you go to bed, you thinking Anxiety. about the fact that you got to get up and go. <laughs> There's a problem. <laughs> Sunday night right around 3 o'clock, but not right. starts to hit your yeah, stomach, no. and you're just like, Ugh. No. Yeah, that's not good. No. Um, it's so funny. When I read this question, it made me think about one of my favorite shows on Netflix, mm-hmm. Chef's Table. Season one, okay. there was this very eclectic chef. Um, I think it was episode three, Chef Francis Melman. Melman. Um, he's a, a chef of a restaurant in Patagonia, which is like Argentina, Ooh. South America. And you guys go check out the episode. This man was just like fascinating. The episode was just so beautiful and artistic. Mm-hmm. I shed a real tear. <laughs> but... Um, he talked about his philosophy, and again, he's like this world-renowned like Michelin star chef, owns this restaurant, has this following that like travels out to to dine with him, and you know he talked about his philosophy for hiring his staff and employing and kind of training like okay. I don't know what you guys call it in the culinary world, but his little apprentices or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, he it was so compelling because he said something like. 
every time someone kind of reaches their peak with me, that's when I let them go. Because mm. he, his philosophy is basically when you're at your best, it's time to move on. Wow. I don't know how practical that is for <laughs> the work world, but it makes me think a lot about just the fact that, like, once you've kind of learned what you have to learn mm-hmm. and you've grown as much as you think you're going to grow in your environment and there's not really anywhere for you to go from there. Yeah. That's kind of a sign, too, that it's time to move on. Yeah, I feel that. And I think along with that, like, it's like maybe not quite boredom, mm. but a disinterest. Because mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of times. Like, I stopped doing work. Like, yeah. <laughs> like but you notice, like, you know what? Listen. You're finding a lot of ways not to do anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of tabs <laughs> open and none of them got nothing right. to do with like, work. Right. Like, I mean, you should be productive yes. <laughs> like, when you're working. That's the thing. That's part of the thing. It's a bit of a thing. So, yeah. Um, and then I think, like, obvious things, like if there's just a very toxic culture. Yeah, or also, if y'all are really got your ear to the streets, if you see signs or you start to feel signs of a shakeup or something. Oh, my gosh. And you I are have privy. a friend going through that now. Really? It's like, oh, they bought on a consultant Listen. to, like, you know, simplify the structure yeah and then, every, and then you notice oh senior um leadership is leaving yes oh writings on the wall yeah for the i, I know that takes time sometimes <laughs> to, to to get an eye to catch those things but if you are privy and you have that gut feeling yeah those are signs to listen Don't to you for sure um and then also just like you know don't be impulsive like also when you have something lined up something new lined up that's a good like if you've you know you've checked all those boxes like also have something lined up don't like if you can avoid it i know there are circumstances where y'all leap out on faith <laughs> and when i was younger i did I as did well <laughs> but it's much more fun to look for a job when you have a job than when you don't true so that's a word Okay, now it's time for adulting. This is uh, the very fun segment of the show where we're giving you tips on being a fully functional, responsible, contributing member of society. Praise God. Yes. Courtney, you have prepared I have, a word for I us. I have, I saw this on the Twitters, mm-hmm. and it just, you know, I felt spoken to. Yes. And there's this idea of asking for what you need. That is an important part of being an adult. So this woman, Madeline, she's a web engineer Mm -hmm. at a cute little company called Olark. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they do. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But her email chain kind of went viral Mm. because her out of office read, Hey team, I'm taking today and tomorrow to focus on my mental health. Hopefully I'll be back next week refreshed and back to 100%. Yes. And... Her boss, this actually, you know, the CEO of the company, mm. um, I guess he got the response, and he replied to her, hey, Madeline, I just wanted to personally thank you for sending emails like this. Every time you do, I use it as a reminder of the importance of using sick days for mental health. Mm. I can't believe this is not standard practice at all organizations. You are an example to us all and help cut through the stigma so we can all bring our whole selves to work. First okay. of all, I need a CEO like this. Yes. This Everyone needs a boss like this. Like, amazing. Praise God. And it just made me think about, like, because so many times people 
First of all, y'all act scared to take a day off. Yeah. That's number one. No. I don't have that problem. I take all my days. <laughs> we don't do that <laughs> No <over here>. rollovers. <laughs> we don't do take, that over here. <laughs> take them all. But, and then I feel like a lot of times, even, well, some people, I won't say all of y'all, but when you ask for a day off, you feel like you have to preface it mm-hmm. with, like, you got bronchitis mm-hmm. and you somebody died. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like, and I mean, maybe that, I guess it does depend it on your It comes from the leadership culture. It yeah, is top it really down. Does. But... But still, those are your days. You take them. You be unapologetic about them. Right. Like, we really have to stop stigmatizing, like, not working or taking time for yourself. I agree. So, And I feel like with mental health especially, I always see people talk about, like, you know, if somebody was on the street bleeding, you would send them to the hospital. But when Mm -hmm. people are clearly in distress and, like, going through a lot or just, like, not right. We don't treat mental health the same way as we do, like, physical ailments and right. it's just as important you have to you have to exercise it you have to work on it right so, so high key is kind of a hired and fire because i want to hire the ceo <laughs> <laughs> for being such an example come through uh, but also like shout out to her for like knowing like i need a day mm-hmm. taking and her day that. and telling everybody listen. like listen i'm out i'll that. be back that's awesome Yes, that was fun. It was. I feel empowered, mm-hmm. decisive. Decisive. Ready. Trimming back the fat for the rest of the year. Amen. Um, thank you all for rocking with us. As usual, you can find us all over the web at Jobblog, jobblogs.com. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm Cleave Out Loud most places. I'm Hamas Parker. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your colleagues, your peers, anybody you think would benefit from the show to catch us right here on the 1st and the 15th. Yes, we are breaking for August, but this is the perfect opportunity to binge on the catalog, revisit your favorites. I'm going to go ahead and pull up iTunes. I like um, our episode with Darian about the freelance economy. That was so cute. Darian Simone Harvin, she's now an editor at BuzzFeed News. Um, and just like is killing it all over the place, collects checks from many places mm-hmm. and was talking to us all about kind of just freelancing, saying no and saying yes to a lot of different opportunities. So check that yes. out. Yes. Shout out to, since we gave her a shout out earlier in the episode, um, episode 13 with Miss Success Sakila Holly. This is one of my favorite titles, When in Doubt, Don't. <laughs> <laughs> She yes. talks about how to elevate your professional brand. So, yeah, check it out. Come back refreshed. Mm-hmm. Tweet us. We'll be online. Holla. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 